welcome to another episode of The Stubborn Heroes, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. My name is Adam, and I sound very exasperated. <laughs> My name is Adam, and I'm the Dungeon Master, and the stubborn heroes we have today are Michael, who plays Thanthwe. Oh. Parker, who plays Tyrannus. Hello. Billy, who plays Benjamin Grimshaw. That's me. David, who plays Bonnie. Hello. And that's it, because Ray's still on hiatus there. The we Cody, miss you, Ray. We miss you, Ray. And uh, Cody is unfortunately uh, gone uh, for this episode. He'll getting be back. a haircut. He's getting a haircut. Wow, I killed him instead. So yeah, we're going to just start right away. I mean, unless you guys... I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm so glad um, we don't do the, the previous so episode anymore. I'm so glad we I don't mean. do the previous episode anymore. I don't need to waste time with it. But I mean, unless you guys want me to. Step by step. Uh, no? Okay. All right. So you guys have just arrived at your new home. Of, so beautiful. Uh, <laughs> the Tanglewood Estate. You'll see uh, this map here ahead of you has three different levels. The top is the roof, the middle is where you're standing, that's the entranceway in the lower floor, and then the bottom map there is the upper floor. And uh, how would you describe this house here, uh, Billy? Uh, beat the shit. Yeah, beat the shit. Um, yeah, I'd say so. There's holes in the flooring, the, the foundations are not good. Um... <clears throat> There is debris all over the place, refuse, um, just complete garbage just all over the place. There's tons of rooms. This was like a mansion home, but clearly it has been fucked up. The moment you walked in first there, Bonnie, and I'm going to say you're about here, um, the door is just slowly, just a little bit ajar, and the wind is just making it just sort of... Uh, flap open and close, open and close. You just grab the door and look inside, and the first thing you'd see there is a statue of what looks like a a silver dragon worm made of metal. It seems to be part of the flooring, part of the actual foundation of this house. Tyrannus puts down his books and summons his glaive because <laughs> <laughs> this place looks like it's, you know, Full of squatters, probably. Zoe is just outside the door, and she just sort of pokes her head in. Zoe, you keep watch outside. And she just turns around, then circles, and fluffs up the little dirt on the ground, then plops down. As your owl bear, Zoe, is keeping watch. You hear just gusts of wind. You know, it's it's late afternoon by now. The sun is slowly setting. Um, and uh, you would look up immediately as you're in the entranceway, and there's a huge hole in the roof. You're seeing the, uh, the sky above you. There's a cool breeze moving throughout this place. Oh, look. It's got a skylight. Usually gotta pay extra for those. We'll have to pay extra to fix it. Tyrannus is going to illuminate his glaive and start walking like through the rooms of the house just okay. to kind of investigate, make sure there's no one creeping around. Show me where you walk. Ooh, okay. <clears throat> um, men, will, men will go through with them, just kind of 
investigate the place. I was going to say, I think we all pretty much are just kind of walk around. But yeah, he's got a magical sure. play that lights the way. <laughs> I, I will also light my sword with my with my uh, that there. My dawn is uh, there's a bunch of like rocks and a bunch of debris from the ceiling, and that there wasn't even a door to Rannis. Uh, um, that there is just a giant hole in the wall, and you just sort of like climb through and make your way in and then you end up in what looks like maybe like a pantry of some kind um, <clears throat> with like a a door that leads into a room to your right and when you open up that door you'd see that there's just like old wooden crates and boxes that have holes in them there's a bunch of uh, like cockroaches and rats and stuff eating at all the old food and they just like skitter away at your feet hmm yeah. This place is going to take a lot of work to revamp. Yeah, Benjamin, but... I thought you were right <clears throat> behind me. <laughs> <laughs> Just looking around. There. Yeah, but once we get this place up and running, it'll be it'll be a nice place to be. Just got to get a little elbow grease, put a little money into it. Should be like new. Dex saves both of you. What the fuck? <laughs> Nine. Oh, fuck. Nine. Seven. Seven. And as you say that, Ben, suddenly the roof caves in above you and falls onto you both. <laughs> and um, you're both uh, pinned underneath some debris, and you take uh, oh twelve damage each. Jeez, that's like half my health. <laughs> <laughs> The roof caves in. A giant wood plank is now fallen over them. Bonnie, did you follow them? Uh, I didn't go into the room. I was standing right there. You would see Bonnie suddenly dust, and you would all hear just a crash as the roof <laughs> caved in upon Ben and uh, Tyrannus. Right after Ben says, "Ah, oh, we'll fix it up." Could I use my shield as a reaction to kind of like no cover us? No, <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Tyrannus, help us! I'll run out and try and lift it. Ah, uh, okay. But I'm in another room. That's fine. You can be in another room. I have a different idea anyways. Uh, Belgarath comes um, in. Bel- Belgarath follows you, Bonnie, and she'll help you. Dance she will? off on his own. Will she? He, he I was, will. I was going to say I had a different idea anyways. You've said that twice. What do you say? I mean, we're trying to get out of there, too, so it's not uh, like we're like, yeah, strength. lift it off of us. Okay. Uh, Belgarath, you and Belgarath are able to work together. <laughs> pick Save up this large me. wooden plank Save me. move it to the side and you're finally no longer pinned uh, Tyrannus and uh, and Bet, but you're you're sort of bleeding a bit and cut up oh jeez yeah that, that that hurt oh you shouldn't stand under a falling roof thank you Bonnie that's <laughs> helpful advice and you'd hear beside you, uh, Tyrannus, as there's a hole in the wall there, and you see uh, Zoe is there looking in at you. Zoe, it's a good thing you didn't come in. This place is dangerous. I'm going to go find Thanthwi and go with him. <laughs> I'll uh, use one of my injections on Tyrannus yeah, and heal him. His hand uh, just Verse like seven. fold inwards, uh, a, a large syringe with a green liquid inside, and um, and uh, Ben stabs you, Tyrannus, wait, with wait, the wait, syringe. What is that? What is that? And you just fill this liquid, and you feel rejuvenated. I 
Don't worry, oh. it's good for you. Oh. I actually do feel better. It's my uh, secret sauce. Belgrath uh, starts picking up some loose bones and, and things on the ground. Thanthui, what are you doing? Bonnie's with you. I'm exploring this other room. Yeah, so this room here looks like uh, <clears throat> what might have been like a reading room of some kind. Um, there's there's bookshelves. All the books are so old and tarnished from uh, just dampness as there was clearly a flood that occurred. Uh, and you, every book you pick up, they're just like soaking wet and Ill, it, <laughs> you can't read them. Damn it. Nah. Well, I guess I'll wait for Dave to interact with him. <clears throat> Don't forget to uh, buy your book. Is there any... Bit, obviously. Is there <coughs> anything else you want to do in this room that wouldn't involve well, him? I'll investigate to see if there is any books that are salvageable. Okay. Yeah, roll an investigation. Nineteen. Pretty good. Um, yeah, you find uh, what looks like a tarnished old copy of um a book that is a fiction book that's actually written by uh, Deckard Moonbreaker as well and it's called uh, Bleak Tales and it's an old story that tells about a a haunted toy shop in uh, in a town in the Riverbed Reach ooh I just found a good book what'd you find? Uh, something about a toy shop. I'll have to sit down and read the whole thing to figure it out. So you see here a door leading into another room. And uh, you What's see a, a, a fireplace that has been uh, snuffed out. And it looks like the chimney itself has crumbled into the fireplace. <laughs> wow. No, that doesn't look usable. Bonnie will investigate this room. Okay. Um, roll investigation. Natural mm. twenty. Mm. Nice, uh, Bonnie. You'd see Thanthwee's walking around. He's more uh, looking up, and he almost walks onto this hole that's in the ground that seems to be covered by debris. Okay, then Bonnie will use her new ability, where she can grapple him. Let me find it quickly. Talking about the tattoo. Oh yeah, the tattoo. I forgot about the tattoo. I don't need that other one then. I can change that out. Bonnie will um, a tentacle come out of her out of her stomach and grab him. Ah. Yeah, your ta- your purple tattoo on your arm in the shape of a cracking glows. A tentacle flies out, grabs him, and Thanthwe, you you are just saved before falling down into the basement. Ah, that's gross. Don't 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 grab me with that thing. You have to be careful. Well, okay. So, uh, generally, you all just continue looking through this place. Pretty much every room is just as dangerous, just as uh, damp and dark and destroyed as the next. You don't find anything more of value whatsoever 
and uh, even when you go upstairs. But you just notice that there's lots of different bedrooms, lots of different space for possible uh, activities. And uh, if you could all go to the bottom map so you're upstairs. You end up in... this room to your right here which has a stairway that seems to lead downwards I'm trying to move you but when I try to move you I end up moving you across the map so if you guys can move into that right room with the the stairs you all end up in that room there so you don't see the stairs what you see is a cellar door that clearly is leading downwards into the basement this is probably the basement but not the same one as under the house maybe what? How? A basement, but not a basement? There's a wall or something. Let's just find out. Let's break it. Bonnie will try and open it. Okay, roll a uh, wisdom save. Uh, 16. Okay, so you pass. Uh, Bonnie, when you touch it, your hand is zapped, and you guys would see a red magical glow around this cellar door. And, uh, Does it but hurt? You it, it, it hurts, but you don't take any damage. Ah! What was that? And you would see runes start to just, like, glow and show up on the, uh, on the cellar door. Red runes. Do I recognize any of the runes? Are you... You can roll an arcana check. Gladly. 18. Okay, so those symbols are from the school of abjuration. This is clearly protecting something inside. Hmm. It seems to be some sort of protective magic, judging by the runes. Uh, I can try to dispel it. Why not? Well, you should be careful. Oh, what's it? What, what is protecting? I don't know. It could be something evil. Need something that will kill us. Oh, we'll kill it back. It's fine. Tyrannus is... Sorry. Tyrannus is going to get ready with his glaive pointed at the entrance. Yep. If if anything pops out of there. Can you just link uh, Dispel Magic, Thanthwee? Yes. There we go. You need to make a... uh, an ability check. Using your spellcasting ability, the DC equals 10 plus the spell's level, which is 6 level. So, 16. Uh-oh. It's a strong level. Where is my spellcasting? Four abjuration runes just, like, floating around on the door. Oh, wow. 23. You pass. Uh, and when you do that, Thanthui, you sort of cast your magic. One of the runes disappears. Uh, I got one. How, how many did you say? Sorry. Four. How many times can you cast that? Uh, well, three. I only got like two more tries. What are you waiting for? Um, break the fourth wall and uh, destroy all my third level spell slots, but okay. (laughs) Sure. Try again. Did it roll? No, it didn't. 17. 
That passes. You see another rune disappear. I mean, once I get something good, there's still going to be one left. Come on, natural 20. Nice. There you go. That's uh, the third one. You see a third one disappear. There's still one rune left. Well, shit. <laughs> That's all I can do. You know, we could do a long rest here and I could... <laughs> so, generally, you've all sort of seen the rest of the house. Uh, roll an investigation check, everybody, and we'll see if anybody does find any sort of symbolism or secrets, any further stuff. Six. I'm looking for high rolls. Twelve. Eighteen. Five. <laughs> wow, you guys suck. Um, no, but ben and um, I are hurting from the. We're, we're still woozy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. It's now nighttime. As you've all sort Does of rummaged not through, count? Uh, eighteen counts. Yeah, give me okay. a second. Um, Bonnie, you'd be in the upstairs, in what seems to be an old uh, bedroom. You go through the closet. You find these weird-looking robes, and then. Within the pockets of one of the robes, you would find an uh, what looks like an old spell book of like a wizard. Oh, and when you rummage through it, it's just full of like extremely complex steps for performing magic and spells. And then you would see a few pages of notes. And basically, this was a wizard that once lived in this home. He had planned to make this his sanctum that he could uh, do his work out of and was starting to put uh, you know magical spells on on certain items and pl- and things in the home but uh, you don't know what ended up happening to him does it okay Bonnie will look through the book and see if it's got names or anything in there for who it doesn't he is. but it sort of has a map of the house and you'd notice that whatever's in that basement, He's drawn some sort of ritual circle. I will bring it down to the rest of the clan. And just as you suspected, that basement is cut off from the other basement that's in the home. I'll bring it down to the rest of them and show them. Yep. Guys, look what I found. Some sort of spell book that's got all kinds of gibberish that I don't understand. And a map of the house. Hmm. Hmm. They're really excited to get this book, clearly. All of them. <laughs> okay. Apparently I don't see anybody. What? Tyrannus flips what? through the spell book. Yeah. But he doesn't have much use for wizard no, spells. No, no. Yeah. You, That's yeah. not how a sorcerer... No, sorcerers are just born special. Yeah. So you just... Uh, yeah, Tyrannus, you flip through it. You really can't make heads or tails of it. This is like a real magic book. Thanthui um, will look at it. Yeah. Uh, Thanthui, you could roll a... Uh, you roll an Arcana check. <laughs> 16? Yeah, with a 16, um, you'd notice just pretty much... Yeah, you wouldn't get any more context from it. It's pretty complicated yeah. stuff. Yeah. Well... Whatever. Maybe we can trade it. <gasps> we can trade it. Nighttime has come. You're all feeling very tired. 
But basically, guys, the way that I've set this up is this is, um, I really wanted to give you a sort of headquarters, you know? And although you're not getting into that basement, I mean, clearly it's been locked for a while. Whatever's in there, you don't have, I know you want to rush in and go figure out what's in there, but you don't necessarily have to. So, uh, as the night goes on, Zoe does bring herself inside. When you, when you guys leave that room, Zoe and uh, Belgarath are both asleep on the floor. But, I mean, you guys can look at this map and you guys can decide, like, I'm going to make that my room. I'm going to make that my room. And maybe you can contact people in the town to s- maybe uh, see who can fix up the place. Maybe go to local blacksmith. Whatever plans you want to make. Whatever types of rooms you want to make, whatever sort of, like, if you want to create, like, Thanthui, if you wanted to make a garden outside, we can talk about that. Or and a graveyard. A, or a graveyard. Or a, as it evolves, though, I figure that um, we can work off of this sort of general map, Parker, and maybe mm-hmm. you can make a map that's can, yeah. uh, using Incarnate. Yeah. Right? And uh, make something that's uh, more that, that, that that's good. It's going to cost a lot of money, though. This place is fucking awful. It's in shambles. So, what do you all do? Not if we hire workers and then kill them afterwards. That's like the way to really get in well with the locals. Hire people and kill so them. You guys rather steal them. from poor people. Fan give tweet. it to ourselves. Bonnie murders people. Why do we call this podcast the Stubborn Heroes again? Hey, I helped orphan kids at one time. Yeah, that's true. And then you guys, you know, had Caden, her her kid, who you left with. I the... paid a lot of money to have him shipped off to where he needed to go. <laughs> Took care of that kid too, actually. <laughs> Wait, where is he? Did he go? Did he get shipped off? Is that what happened? No, he didn't get shipped off. That's what you suggested, but you never did it. You guys left him. I'm, we left him in the orphanage. I'm ninety percent sure. I paid a ca- guy in the carriage to take him to where he needed. No, to you go. were going to, and then we ended up leaving him in the orphanage until we came back because we said we'll be back for him. Yeah. And then you guys never came I'm back. Pretty sure I. Saw him. Yeah, we never went back well, for you him. You can always send a raven. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I sent him away. It's okay. You just promised his mother that you'd send him home. Okay, I didn't so, promise shit. <laughs> the stubborn villains, the stubborn villains. Okay, so this is going to be your like headquarters. You guys are going to be able to decide the aesthetics and everything like that. So you can start making plans in your own heads on what you want to do. For for now, do you, do you all want to do a long rest? <clears throat> yes. Or maybe you want to travel to uh, somewhere else in the town, or what do you want to do? What time is it? You said. Um, because what? What like, what time is it? Nighttime. Nighttime. Right? It's like ten o'clock. Oh, maybe we should go to the Perch of Ravens. Nighttime is always best. So, you all rest until the next day. Yeah, um, I, would, I know Ben can also do this. Uh, Tyrannus would mend. You cast mending on one of the beds that he found, so it's <laughs> like somewhat sleepable. Yep. And uh, lo- actually, we could probably do that for like a few of the walls and stuff to kind of like. Not well, I was all gonna say, place, but like, make it a little gonna, nicer. Bonnie Maybe was gonna kind of go and like tentacles will pick up some pieces of wood and kind of move them around and whatever. Sure, but you can't physically Groovy. do anything. Like, 
you're gonna have to do a bunch of checks if you want to try to repair stuff. You no, know, but you're, you're just cleaning out of the rooms, cleaning okay. up. Okay, you guys would. It's see just this. quicker. That's a very weird cat in the hat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I will have this place clean in no time. Okay, that's how Bonnie's spending her time. Okay, so you guys rest for the night, and it's the next day. Where would everybody like to go? What things do you want to do in this town? Let's just get them all done and over with. So, starting with Tyrannus, you said you wanted to... Yeah, Tyrannus wants to sell uh, some some things. He picked up... Um, some of Rasuan's or Rasuan picked up a piece of scale mail um, from the Hearth Glen Sanctum. Yeah. Um, I guess I'm looking at the description now. Maybe maybe he would look this over so you can describe this this smoldering armor. Yeah. So do um, you want to go get it uh, examined for its properties? Oh, is it magical? It is. Oh, okay. Then yes, I would want to do that. Okay, you could bring it to. Uh, it sounds like mostly. And what? What else did you want to sell? Um. Well, depending on if this armor is, you know, not evil and sentient, um, he might wear that armor and sell his the one he's currently wearing. Then people wouldn't recognize you all the time as a uh, as a keeper of the watch, yeah. Which is yeah. kind of what you're recognizing. You're literally wearing the garments of a keeper. Yeah. Um, so I could probably help you out with that because I have the uh, identify spell. Oh, you do. I do. Okay, so maybe you go upstairs and Ben. What are you doing? Are you sort of setting up maybe a mini workshop? Because that's what I'm, I imagine. <clears throat> Absolutely, I'd be. Uh setting up my little like well not uh, my mobile workshop but be setting up a more permanent like workshop yeah so you started by clearing out this room and you've uh, you got a nice firm table there and you put out some of your gadgets and started laying some stuff out and that's when Tyrannus walks in Benjamin I happen to have this this set of armor that Rasuan found in Hearthclan Sanctum. I was wondering if you could perhaps identify some of the magical features of the armor. Let me just uh, take a gander there. So Ben, you uh, you grab the armor. Um, can you uh, can you link him the armor or what? So this is what it is. Okay, Ben, you've uh, looked at the armor, you've inspected it, you're able to identify its properties. It's a a fine, fine piece of armor you got here. It'll kind of tweak his goggles and, like, get closer looks and, like... I I think it's a part of a a collection. There's parts where it looks like it could be attached to other pieces. Maybe there's other parts of the armor set that you're missing, but... It's really quite impressive. It, it will give you resistance to poison when you're wearing it, which that's very, very helpful. And uh, it's got a lot of glimmering shards of white crystals scattered all around it. Very, very nice. Hmm. Well, uh, also, uh, 
keep you pretty safe from any damage you're going to take too because it's pretty damn sturdy but you might want to check out the other pieces if you can't find them hmm. Tyrannus is going to to uh, take off his his current armor and uh, yeah don this armor what do you think Ben does it suit me it comes up at the uh, at the chest towards the neck in a very spiked way with jagged spikes that move down and the shoulders uh, spike up as well like jagged rocks and it's very 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 dark black absorbs a lot of light except for little tiny white crystals that shimmer around it that's badass <laughs> mighty impressive I must say uh, if I did not know better I would not want to take you on in a fight wearing that stuff you're, you're looking pretty intimidating I feel intimidating. If I'm correct, uh, there's a few other pieces. There's gonna there might be some gauntlets and leggings and things like that. Maybe even a, a, a coat that attaches to it. So you, you get the whole set. You you look like a fucking monster, man. Sweet. Yep. Well, I suppose I don't need this old armor anymore. Might try and find a shop to sell it at. Not a bad idea. I'm going to head into town pretty soon myself and see about procuring a carriage of sorts. For By this point, I'm assuming I've like gotten semi-familiar being a traveler, so that I don't really <coughs> need this too much anymore. You, you can take it. i give him this map. <clears throat> Thank you. Um, so the only... The main most prominent blacksmith in town is called Mrs. Smith, uh, which you can see there on the map, Tyrannus. So you could go there to sell any metals, uh, any weapons, armor. Anybody who wants to buy new armor or weapons can also go there. Yeah. Yeah, I would head there. I also have something else to sell. Ben, you gonna go? Yeah, I, I will. Because I have that dagger. Okay, so Tyrannus and Ben are at the front door saying, hey, we're gonna go up to the armor smith. What are you doing, Thanthui? Um, well, Thanthui has two places he wants to go. He's gonna, he wants to go back to the library now. Mm-hmm. And there's another stop he wants to go to. Okay. So you're not going to join them, but what's no. uh, Bonnie doing? Uh, Bonnie, the only place she really needs to go is the... Um, is the... Um, uh, perch, but she's gonna stay around the house for now because because uh, I have to go for five minutes. So she's gonna stay around the house and just pick up wood, and the boys are gonna come get her when they're ready to go to the perch. Got you. I'll be back. So we'll go with uh, Thanthui first. Thanthui, just quick, you go to the library. What are you after? I want my A to D book. Okay, 75 gold. We don't need to role play it all out. You've already been there. If that's all you're buying? Yes. Right? Okay. Okay, so you bought that from the library. 75 gold, you got A to D, the rarest of all of those books. There we go. Okay. Okay. We'll go to your uh, other location too now if you want. Yeah, I'm gonna go to the uh, necromancy shop. I don't remember what it was called. On the map. Ophelia's. Ophelia's. We don't have the map in front of us. Yeah, that's what I mean, I don't remember. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. There you go. 
Dan 3, you get the book. Yeah. And then you head, uh, uh, you know, with the party, you say goodbye to... Um, to uh, to uh, Tyrannus and Ben as they head into Mrs. Smith, the black the uh, blacksmith, and you continue on to the edge of the lower slums of the town by the harbor. This place is really run down. A lot of shady-looking individuals sort of peering out towards you. And you see a shop ahead of you. That's um, the sign on it. It just says uh, Lady Ophelia's Dark Arts and Forbidden Magics. But the sign has been sort of knocked over. You see a notice has been pinned on the door saying, do not enter. But you see there is a light inside. Clearly somebody is home. Danthry's going to knock on the door. Knock, knock, knock. Yeah, and inside you just hear. Hello? Hi. Well... Clearly you can't read, so... But... You're dumb enough that I guess I can let you in. Yes! I mean, I could read, it's just... I'm just intrigued by the tales I've heard. Are you entering as you say this? Because you've only knocked. She's shouting at you from the other side of the door. Yeah, I'm going to enter. Okay, you open up the door, and when you do... So you see, you see the bottom right of the uh, map here. That's the little shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of a mess, though. It looks like uh, clearly the Stormglaives came in. They were rummaging through, trying to, uh, 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 you know, take anything of, uh, of dark, forbidden magic. And they, they clearly searched this place. Ahead of you in what looks like a a glass terrarium is a beautiful plethora of flowers. And you watch as these flowers bloom very quickly, grow, and then they all of a sudden shrivel up and die and move down back into the earth. And then they slowly grow again and bloom and then shrivel up and die. And each time there are a different set of colors, a different set of uh, uh, vibrancy um, and different types of flowers. They just keep growing and dying and growing and dying in this glass terrarium. He's going to, Thanthry's going to walk over like amazed by what he's seeing and he's gonna walk over to the terrarium and you go what what is this the shop is dark and damp old rotting wood and bubbling concoctions simmer and boil and glass vials and ooze out of containers all around it filling it with a misty purple green and yellow glow you see it suddenly a figure on a uh Platform that's on the second story of the house, and she's just looking down at you. And uh, she just seems to be smoking a long, long cigarette. And when she breathes in, her face sort of lights up a little bit. She is wearing a black gown, almost like something you'd wear to a funeral. She's extremely old, extremely small, only like four feet tall. Uh, she's skinny but lurched over. She has a little bit of a bigger head, and her wrinkle. She has wrinkles all over her face, a long witchy type nose. She wears black eyeshadow, and she has bright red uh, lipstick on. And her hair is just like uh, bundled up in the back with a small little black like headdress that falls down the back. And she just like 
Well, hello. <laughs> You're not what I was expecting. Mm, what? What were you expecting? <sighs> she puts out the cigarette on the railing. She's like, well... I guess you could say we don't get a lot of turtles in here. Especially ones interested in forbidden magics. Yeah. I'm starting to learn more and more abilities and I just want something cool to learn. Suddenly you hear a voice right beside you and she's now standing beside you. Yeah. Something cool. Well, perhaps I could be that cool thing you're looking for. But it will have to wait. I am on trial for witchcraft. She just sort of walks, and you see she looks kind of like drunk a little bit as she walks around, sits up on a, a chair, and then starts pouring vials together. Okay. Yeah. Fucking Her. king in the storm glaives. They just don't understand the power that comes with these dark spells. What kind of power do you have? She puts down the vial. So curious. You do know by entering my shop, you've already put yourself in grave danger. Really? It doesn't seem dangerous here. No? You're not scared of me? No. Should I be? You gonna murder me? <laughs> Are you here to rob me? No. Good. They've already taken everything else. So what is it that you seek then, Tortle? I want to learn some dark magic. And what school of magic are you most interested in? Hmm. Well, I've been doing some... Hmm. I've been learning some new necromancy magic. Oh, there's the word. Suddenly she's standing back up on that platform up top and she's holding a book. You just watch as she quickly flicks through it. Ah. Necromancy. So are you looking to raise the dead or keep people stuck in the ground? Well, I've, I've been able to speak with dead before and I can like kind of revive dead people hmm is that it I like mm. I mean that's all I really have tried I've only like dabbed into this kind of magic you suddenly feel a nail scraping across your mace as, as and she's now suddenly behind you and she's like the magics you hold don't seem very necrotic to me. 
You are a complicated little thing, aren't you? A baby just let out into the world, trying to find himself. Yeah, you could say that. Well, I think introductions are in order. Hi, <laughs> I'm Thanthwi. Thanthwi. I am Ophelia. And it is a pleasure to meet you. Many have come into this shop, usually for these secrets that you seek. And then they regret when they find the answers. Is that not something you're worried about? Mm, no. I mean, I'm trying to learn as much as I can out on my adventure, so more knowledge is better for me. Necromancy magic is seen as a perversion to most deities and religions to cheat death to manipulate the force of it not everyone will understand than three but if you're serious perhaps I could teach you about a test. Okay. And Ophelia walks over and you see there's a cage on the wall that has a uh, a chicken in it. It's like bop, 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 and she grabs it and then she slams the cage down, this rusted old cage. And she goes with da fonos and zaps it. Uh, this putrid green and purple magic leaves her hand, hits the chicken just yeah and then dies. So, show me something. Show me one of your abilities that you've learned. I want to see how your magic works. Could I? See, it's not a humanoid, so I can't use that. Are you, is Stanthreed, like, going through his book right now? Like, ah. <laughs> well, I, I have, like, a couple of spells, but one of them won't work on a chicken. <laughs> I could speak with it. <laughs> it just says with the corpse it doesn't specify that so Thanthri will just turn to her and be like I mean all I really have is speaking with dead but I don't know if that'll work on a chicken that I can't understand well you'll never know until you try <laughs> so then he's going to cast it then yeah, and you just sort of wave your hand 
your hands together, there's this glow, this watery magic sort of flows into it, and you see Ophelia just watching in wonder as your magic uh, water flows into its body, and then the chicken just suddenly starts irk and moving, and goes <laughs> with water just spewing out of its mouth. It's like Is it? Yes. You have warped your deity's magics to into a form of necromancy. Oh, this is delicious indeed. And chicken's just like, and water starts spewing out of it. It's every orifice. But alas, unless you can speak. Avian, you should probably let the thing go. It's well, just cruel. I mean, I probably could speak with it. And oh. he's gonna cast tongues on himself. Okay. <laughs> to where I can speak with the chicken. I'm gonna let it happen, because you already cast speak with the dead. You're gonna cast uh, tongues on yourself, and sure you do, and the chicken's like... Igwilv will destroy you. Igwilv will make you pay for this. And you suddenly start getting like weird vibes and thoughts as if this might not have always have been a chicken. This may have been something else before. Weird. What is it saying? Uh, it's saying... What, what is Inglev? Igwilv will destroy you for this witch. Igwilv will destroy you. What's that? <laughs> Why are you both doing this? Uh, nothing. <laughs> no, Parker and David were both going. Why are you doing that? Nothing. It's meta. Okay. <laughs> Igwilv. And then you just see Ophelia look back and then she goes. <laughs> and she grabs the chicken by the, the by the neck. And then she goes. <laughs> and then starts biting into it, eating it. The water spewing out. <laughs> and she throws it on the ground. Uh. I, I I don't know, but why did you do that? What? We don't listen to lying chickens. That's lesson one. <laughs> now, I do not take threats from the would-be witch queen Igwilv lightly. I serve and have been taught by a much more powerful entity. And you, Thanthui, you may be the one I can pass my knowledge on to. I have never had a student before, but 
Perhaps you could be my student. Mm, what, what would I need to do? Everything I tell you to. And by the time my lessons are complete, you will hold the powers of a god. Okay. That sounds fun to me. But, of course, there's one little thing. Uh, I need something. Something before our studies. You see, the, um... Before they arrived here to raid my little shop, I hid away my most prized possession. My... Demana Monocon of Vecna. This is a important tome, one of grave and dire consequence that is retu- it is returned to me. And I just simply ask that you go and retrieve it. I left it with a with an old friend of mine. Okay. He may ask for your aid. You will help him and once you've helped him and you return the uh, Demonomaticon to me, then we can begin your studies. So where do I find it? His name is Lopsock the Lush. He forges magical armors and weapons and items. Although he's fallen out of favor recently. He seems to have had a little spat with a new um, crime lord in the district named the Maestro. I don't mean to throw all this information out at you here, Thanthri, but it is important. If you are to become my greatest weapon, my greatest student, then... It is important that you retrieve the Demonomonicon. So then where is this? Is it in town? Like... Oh, yes. You will find it here. And she moves her hand and a map appears. And she sort of... And it writes on the map. And she hands it to you. I would bring your friends with you, if you have any. And do say hello to Lopsock for me. I will. No. And, oh, you should probably take this, too. You should see she walks up one of her little ladders and takes uh, out a uh, big glass case that has a single floating black crystal in it. She reaches in and touches it. When she touches it, the crystal, like, churns a green and putrid black energy, and she hands it to you. When you wish to communicate with me, you simply hold this crystal, and I will hear you. And I will be able to speak to you as well. Okay, that sounds good to me. 
Oh, Thanthry, I believe this is the beginning of a long and quite beneficial relationship for us both. I agree. Especially if you can't die. Until we meet again, my disciple. And Thanthry will start to say goodbye. But as he's turning away to exit, there's some garments that catches his eye. Some, like, purplish, darkish... I want to say, like, a kind of a lower loincloth type thing. Mm-hmm. And it just catches his eye, and he just is drawn to it. So he's okay. going to ask about it. Why, those are robes used in the dark arts. They can help amplify your connection with your dark deity that you're drawing the power from. Yes. How how, how much is it? For you. Free. Here. Get rid of those old seaweed cloths. You <laughs> are a necromancer, baby. <laughs> that sounds odd. Well, Dantry's going to uh, put his seaweed cloth garments in his shell. He's not going to throw them away. He's going to put them in his shell. They'll hold on to them. And he's going to put on his new garments. Put on your new garments. What do they look like? Just imagine. I imagine it's very similar to what he was wearing. It's just now a darker purplish color. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just like you know, like the. I'm gonna try to think of the word. You can find a photo and just yeah, I'll, I'll get show, a photo. Show me, show me something. Yes. So when we update your art, we're gonna have to see. And uh, yeah, so and then you leave the shop, and as you do, your mace of cleansing water swishing back and forth. Suddenly, there's a small little black speck floating in the water, and you leave the shop. You don't notice it though. That's just for the audience. Oh. <laughs> okay, and you leave the shop. You leave Ophelia's. And now we're going to finally go to you two. Because <laughs> you two were headed where? You remember uh, anymore? The blacksmiths. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, not knowing any of that, <laughs> you go to the blacksmiths. You see a big sign that says Mrs. Smith. Ben and uh, Tyrannus, you enter. The smell and heat of the forge permeate as the slamming of a hammer pierces the air. You see a tall blacksmith, her curly hair frizzled, somewhat charred at the edges. As the forge's light illuminates her earth-brown skin, she nods as you enter, a quiet greeting, and you wait at the counter before she finally takes off her gloves and slowly approaches. Islands! Come on in, then. Hi, name's Rana. What can I do for you? I have some items I would like to sell, if that's possible. Absolutely, yeah. 
business has been uh, booming lately, mostly due to preparing for that war with Shing, but uh, I can still do some things for common folk. And uh, I can always use the metal, so let's see what you got. Hold on a moment. The war with Shing? Aye, you didn't hear? Aye, the Drowned Queen herself has warned the king of a great war, and that Shing is going to be attacking us soon. So the king has ordered all blacksmiths to be making weapons and armor 24-7 all day. Tyrannus is going to just kind of side-eye to Ben, just kind of like, maybe like a little wink. <laughs> or not even a wink, just kind of like... Why are you winking at him? <laughs> <laughs> just kind of like acknowledging like, you know, Shing, Rasuan, etc. <laughs> uh... Anyways, uh, imminent war. <laughs> uh, the first item I have is just this uh, simple ring mail I purchased not long ago, but I have no more use for it. Hey, let me see it. Oh, seen better days. I suppose I could do something. What's the price for ring mail? Uh, oh, that's a good question. It is... I can't give you full value. Oh, there's a lot of rings. Okay, hold on. It's taken me a long time to just sort of <laughs> look at it here and get in a, a true appraisal for you. But I want to make sure it's accurate, so just let me keep looking. <laughs> let me just keep looking. Maybe the, I should just look myself. The, uh... The, like, normal price is uh, 30 gold. Hey, so uh, I, I could give you maybe 15 for it. It's uh, used and worn. I'll probably just melt it down. 15 gold. Deal. I I really have no more use for it, so I'll take whatever I can get. Uh, trust me, I give you fair prices here. I'm honest. I trust you. <laughs> I the next item I have is a little bit more rare, shall we say. Rare? Well, I'll decide that. I... And Tranis would pull out the box that he took from Hearthglen Sanctum. And this box, just to let you know, although it looks like a, uh, a long rectangular prism, it looks like a rectangular prism that has then been twisted at a certain degree, just a little bit. So it's almost like it twists along the side and it shimmers as well and seems to doesn't always look the same every time you look at it. It looks like some of those little pieces sort of shift and move. And she uh, you put the box down on the counter. She's like, hey, hey let me take a look at this. And she looks at it and she goes, hi, you suddenly see her face sort of drop a bit. This. I, I don't even believe it. This this is star metal. How how did you find star metal? I'd rather not answer that. I I'd rather not know actually. Um my by the gods this this is the rarest metal ore in the realm. Do you not know what you have? Perhaps you could tell me. 
This thing, this metal, it's impossible to forge. No forge in the realm can melt it. And yet this has been molded into some sort of box. It's impossible. It's curious. It's cool. Um, okay, well, when I was a child, the priests of Helm would have said it was sent from the gods, as only the gods can travel the space between stars. But this... I, I don't even know how you came upon it, and as I said, I don't even want to know, but... I, I could... I could take it off you. I could find a seller, and you could you from the auction, and you you could you could make some money. How much would you estimate this would be worth? Oh, gosh, off the top of my head, anywhere between uh, ten to fifteen thousand gold per pound. Uh, you, you work with metals a lot. How much does this weigh? <laughs> Uh, hold on. She puts it on a little scale there. This one's uh, a pound and a half. You're looking at almost 20,000 gold here. Tyrannus is holding back his uh, shock at that amount of money, um, trying to maintain a, a cool composure. <clears throat> Ben, that's uh, quite a bit, isn't it? Uh, that would certainly help with the uh, renovations on our house. It, uh, it, it would go a long way, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, though, it's just too bad. They say that a weapon made of star metal can make a god bleed. If only we could forge this into a weapon. But I... We'll leave that up to the myths and folktales, shall we? So, shall I uh, transfer the gold? Uh, just give me one moment, and he's going to take. I'll leave your just... private. Uh, leave your private, and I'm going to step away from this. I don't know what you're thinking. I'm trying to steal it. And she turns back to her forge. I appreciate that, uh, Ben. What should we do here? That's a lot of money, but also. Apparently, this could make a god bleed. Should should we sell it? Should we keep it? What if we can forge this somehow? It's a it's a tough call. We could always take it back to base and put it to a vote and see what the other guys have to say. Hmm. But uh, personally, I'd say sell it. That's a lot of money, man. <laughs> hmm. Perhaps I'll hold on to it for now, and then we could always sell it later if we decide not to keep it. That's fair. We might want to keep that in a very, very safe place. Mm-hmm. I consider it shared loot since we act as a team now, so I wouldn't want to make the decision without anyone else. Excuse me, uh, miss. Rena, and it's Mrs. I am married to my forge. Uh, I apologize. 
I That's a believe. joke, honey. <laughs> but seriously, I am quite actually having a bit of an anxiety attack right now because that's that's probably the most expensive item that's ever made its way into my shop. And if the wrong people hear it's here, uh, well, let's just say it's going to end badly for us all. So if you could please just make your decision. Uh, I'll be taking this with me. Okay. Uh, and I never now. saw you and I never saw it. But if you want to sell it, you come back to me, honey. I appreciate that. I was about to ask that you keep it discreet anyways, but that works for everyone. Um, Benjamin, do you have anything you'd like to sell, buy? Yeah, I think I'm going to part with some of these old weapons here. He's going to just put down some simple hand axes and um, a crossbow. Okay, just take half value of whatever they are and add that to your gold. She takes all these items. Uh, Gives you the gold. Uh, I'll uh, take about 20 feet of that there chain and uh, this here grappling hook. I got got an idea for this. Okay, okay. Yeah, no problem. How 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 many feet of chain you need? 50? Uh, 20, 30 feet should be fine. Okay, and she lays it out then with a big, uh, she heats up this uh, large sword sort of axe thing and then just cuts the chain and then gives you your chain. There you go. That's quite the, uh, that's quite the modifications you got there. You don't know the half of it, trust me. <laughs> I better don't. None of my business either. I never ask people about their business. I'm a very trustworthy blacksmith. Can I do an insight check to see if she's lying? Yep. <laughs> she's mentioned her credibility a couple times now. I got a nine. Uh, you can't tell. Okay. Uh, tell me, uh, Rena, did you say it was? Rana. Rana. Do you deal with magical items as well? That's not really my thing, but I do know a guy who does. Uh, What kind of magical item you got? Well, it's a a sword that I don't really want to keep with me. It's causing some trouble with my friends. Sentient sword? I want nothing to do with it, but I know the perfect person who can. Good old friend of mine. His name is Lopsock the Lush. I feel like I've heard that name before. <clears throat> His name is Lopsock the Lush. He owns a little uh, a little place in town. You could go there and ask him. He makes all sorts of different items. They say he's a runesmith from uh, Kalimvor. Interesting. Well, that's good to know. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, that's all my business. Yeah, I'm, I'm done here. Uh, I'm gonna go see about uh, procuring that carriage I spoke of earlier. Yeah. Miss, good day. And good day, and we will see you again. Take it, take it easy. <clears throat> and you, and she looks at Tyrannus. You seriously, that sort of thing's gonna get you fucking killed in this town. You keep it safe. And never speak of it to anybody. 
the box that is e- yes yeah thank okay. you take care she turns back to her forge you didn't leave that thing behind. <laughs> okay, so do you all meet back at the house? Oh, Jesus. Okay. Yep. You all get there, and uh, by this time, you notice there's a huge pile of just, like, junk outside. As Belgarath, Zoe, and Bonnie have been clearing out all the debris from inside of this house. And it's all been piled up outside randomly. You meet up. Uh, hey. Thanthweed's wearing new clothes. Hey, yeah. I want carriage shopping. Oh, I yes, didn't go back I'm to sorry. the house. Before you get back to the house. Uh, yeah, you can. You, you you have connections like that in towns. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's part of your background, right? Transportation. So yeah, you could like that. you could find you're welcome to spend your gold to buy whatever carriage you want at a cheap price. All right. uh, the price for a carriage here is uh, 100 gold. That seems like the biggest, like, land vehicle yep. that we can have. Like, there's carts and stuff, but that's, the, I guess, a chariot. A chariot's not really what you want. But, yeah, that's... So, the, the carriage is 100 gold. Uh, Belgrath's said he'd chip in, so... Yeah, transportation. Okay, yeah, so you get it. Just do 50 gold. We'll take 50 off of Cody's later. Uh, oh, you get the cheap cost. Remember I said because of your background? So it's 70 gold. Oh, yeah. that's So nice. you'll do uh, 30, 35. 35 each. 35 each. Yeah, so you all arrive, and then Ben shows up with this carriage. Bonnie, you've been moving all this stuff out of the house. All the debris. It looks way better in there now, guys. Well, at least now we can ride in style. What did you guys do? Um, I I'm sold not. some armor. I'm not there yet. I got my book from A to D. Are you all dressed up? What are you going for? Me? I just I wanted a new style update. Just everybody else got new armor, so I figure why not change what I look like. <clears throat> I know, did you see Susie's new armor? Y- yeah, why does it have armor? Uh, cause she needs it too. Hello. Okay. Sure. You never know when she might want to get in a fight. And she takes Susie going pew 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 pretend like she's punching. Yeah. <laughs> ben, have you arrived yet? Sure, yeah. Okay, Ben arrives. You guys would see uh, with a, a horse, two horses and carriage. Who's here? Do we see actually Ben on it or is he like in of a carriage? Of course you do. Yes, he's yeah, on the carriage. Yeah, I'd be driving the carriage for sure. Yeah. Just uh, thought I'd get ourselves a little ride here. What do you think? Just kind of park it and put it to the side of the house, I guess. That'll certainly help with our travels. Good thinking, Benjamin. I took some of Belgrass money and uh, procured, so I guess he helped a little bit, but where is he anyway? 
probably hiding in the bushes again. Uh, he's, he's in the house with Zoe, just clearing out more wood. As you see, suddenly bursting out of the wall is Belgrath on the back of Zoe. And they're just like laughing and uh, he's basically riding around on her like a mount. She's like... And then they run back inside. Zoe, be careful. (laughs) Did you make a sliver? Are you guys ready to go to the perch now? I guess so. You don't have to. It's more so uh, for Tyrannus. He wants the information. Sounds good. We can take this fancy new carriage here. All right. <laughs> we'll get, that'll get us there in no time. You all get on the back of your new carriage and you travel through town. Some people uh, side-eye you like, what the fuck? Why, why are people who are living on this side of town having such an expensive-looking carriage with horses and everything? You're sort of given some odd, odd looks, but uh, you eventually ride up to the Perch of the Ravens, which seems to sit upon a, a hill overlooking the entire city, almost on its own. Graveyards, just uh, a great, a huge graveyard completely surrounding the whole area around the Perch as, uh, as, as you ride up to it. This is the place. Bonnie jumps out and starts skipping up to the door. Yep. I'll follow behind her, taking few steps since I'm like four strides shorter than her. Yep. I'll kind of make sure the wagon's not going to go anywhere, like tie it down and everything. You, you, uh, your friends, they always live in the most charming neighborhoods, Bonnie. I know, it's so nice up here. I wonder which one's working in this one. I guess we'll find out. Martha wasn't very helpful in the last one. I mean, she helped a little bit, but whatever. Let's go up to the door. I should knock three times. The door opens. There's a a very tall man there with uh he's an elf you see a, an elven man there he looks down upon you he's extremely pale he's in robes and he's like can I help you although I find myself in a strange place she guides my path evermore You seek sanctuary and payment. Come inside then. Then he turns to go inside and he looks back and he's like, Are they with you? Whisper. Uh, yeah, they are. So be it. He turns and he leaves the door open. You all walk into this cathedral of a building and this man guides you through the back halls. Uh, past the pews up a dark damp hallway that descends down a little bit and you end up in this room that is just full of dead bodies on tables and they're all cut open with their chests open organs being removed by tons of different workers and robed uh, other other roped priests of uh, of uh, the raven queen 
Bonnie runs over to to one of the bodies. <sighs> oh, what do we have here? Mm. A tattoo gone wrong. He went to her grand design tattoo artist in town, and it seemed that the divination magic had activated some sort of ancient curse within its body and killed it. This has led us to the conclusion that the tattoo parlor owner may be an ASMR or a descendant of an angel. We are investigating further. But you didn't come here to look at the bodies. You came here. No, they just interest me all the time. Mm-hmm. You know that. So, what trophies do you have? Um, I have vampire teeth. I have... Well, what else do I have? I have um, werewolf... Uh, Werewolf claws and a werewolf head, and I got lots of things. Here you go. Sort of takes it all. The werewolf stuff you've already handed in. Oh, did I? I don't remember. Yeah, to the other uh, perch, but you definitely the vampire claws. These are excellent finds. Whisper. And he reaches in to his pouch and takes out his sack of gold. No, no, I don't want money. You wish to trade for information instead. Curious, you will lose all monetary value for these items if you do so. This is quite the payout. So then that just means I get more information. Depends on what type of information you need, but certainly. Sister Black, I need to know all about him and where he is. Salazar Black. Give me a moment. And he turns away and walks away. Tyrannus is looking at the others with a very incredulous look, like, what the hell is going on? Because <laughs> Thanthui's been in one of these places before, yeah, right? Yeah, the only one, I think. Yeah, like, this is messed up. And he, Tyrannus leans into Ben and says... This is messed up. I'm glad I'm not the only one that's kind of freaked out by this shit, man. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't like it here. I'm so tired of this shit. Are you guys okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're, we're good. Yeah. Thanks again for this, Bonnie. Yeah. I'll get all the information. This is why I collect things. And he returns. Very little is known of Salazar Black, and it came at great sacrifice for the information we have, so it is worth all of your trophies you have given. Salazar Black is a renowned smuggler who has worked for the Goldcrest family for decades in secret. They have been moving weapons between the Empire of Shing and Umbra and selling on the black market for some time. We do not know for sure, but we believe that he may be helping Lord Goldcrest in orchestrating a coup against the king one day. But 
we need more evidence to prove that. At any rate, he recently came to the city, and as far as we know, he is still here. He was last seen in the slums of the Perch District, this district, amid a dark, irreputable folk that reside there. A local trader of magical items named the Maestro. We know very little of this Maestro, except that he may or she may have connections to the Nine Hells of either the Hells or the Abyss. Our findings are not concrete. If you wish to find Salazar Black, you need to find the Maestro. I, I know who the Maestro is. Who's the Maestro? That's Lopsock. Lopsock the Lush is not the Maestro. Lopsock is one of us. One of us? How? He is a runesmith from the Crucible of Ravens. He has been working for us for some time. And he has run into conflicts with the Maestro. If you wish to find the Maestro, you should perhaps find Lopsock. He is a Grey Knight, and you will respect him as much, Bonnie. Just as Latanya would expect you to. I will do what I need to do. I will also hand him a a, a note. He grabs a note. You this complete, needs to go. You this com- needs to go back to her. It will. You completed your task in Harlane. Certainly, certainly, Lady Moonbreaker will be pleased with this whisper. And in exchange, I shall give you your new task. He reaches in, takes out a note <laughs> from. Lady Moonbreaker herself. And he hands you a piece of parchment. I take it. Yep. Uh, it's from Latanya Moonbreaker. She requests that you move on to Briarcliff Gardens in the Riverbed Reach and aid Lady Serena Briarcliff. She will be holding a grand ball soon where all the lords and ladies of Umbra will be in attendance. You must aid Lady Briarcliff as she has claimed that a terrible darkness has taken over the gardens and that she suspects that a member of another house may be involved. And Latanya says that she will meet you there. This one seems really important. Yes, well, you seem to have proven yourself worthy with the last few tasks you were able to complete, and Latanya also says that she's impressed with the company you are keeping by hiring these cell swords and other mercenaries to aid you in your work. Yes, I hired them. Yes. Um, yeah, so, okay, um, so that's all the information you have about Salazar? Yes. Okay. And what is your name? 
Gilbert. Hmm. I'll just call you Gil. Sure, you'll probably never see me again. That's fine. <laughs> Is there anything else we need here, guys? I'd like to leave. <laughs> Why? It's so cozy in here. Whisper begins putting the uh, vampire teeth into files and putting them up on the walls, on the counters. And another person comes up, takes out one of the vampire teeth, and squeezes some sort of substance out of it and pours it over some person's organs in the corner. They seem to be doing some sort of, like, <coughs> rituals or experiments. Tyrannus leaves. <laughs> I'm sad to, see, to not see what happens here, but okay, fine. Oh, and Whisper, shall I mention to Latanya about your recent change? Um, after all, from what I've read and heard about you, you have been the same age for almost 40 years. Yes, something happened. I don't know what yet. I'm trying to figure that out, so... How about not yet, and I will deal with her when I see her. So be it. Better she hears Goodbye, it from Whisper. me. Perhaps. Bye, Gilly. <laughs> Kill. And you leave the perch of ravens, and you're all standing outside. Wasn't that fun? Yeah. Fun. <laughs> ben says as he gets up on the carriage Yeah Fun <laughs> it Sounds like we need to find this maestro And in order to find him We need to find this Lopsock I think that's all happening How in do the we next find Lopsock I know where Lopsock is I, w I was already given the address on this parchment so, Shall we head there now? So is Thanthwe, but I notice he's strategically being quiet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah! All right. I want to... And that's where we're going to end this episode. I want to thank everybody for listening. Don't forget to follow us on all things at Stubborn Heroes. And you can follow me, Adam DM, at Omidia. Is o -M -I -D -A -I -O -U -S. that really our thing? All things at Stubborn Heroes? What? <laughs> Is that really our tag? All things of stubborn heroes? Shut the fuck up, David. <laughs> it's... <laughs> you can follow us on everything at stubborn they know, heroes. They know this. They, they know, know this. Know. No one's <laughs> starting <laughs> to listen to our show on this episode. Don't forget to... Nobody uh, starts 22 episodes in. <laughs> don't forget to become a patron. We have all this amazing new Patreon uh, merch available to you. If you're not a patron yet, it's not too late. You can still get in on the merch, okay? So Patreon. go to patreon.com/slash/stubbornheroes. Check us out. Until next time, bye. 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 bye.